You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. Today, we are continuing on and we are talking about the third eye chakra. For this and the crown chakra, I'm leaving it fairly open to interpretation because I feel like our guests, um, Allison and Amber, gave some really good insight into what these chakras mean to them because I feel like the further up we get, the less physical and the more spiritual in nature these chakras are. So these will probably be short, like the throat chakra. I also wanted to mention that part of the reason the short throat chakra episode was so short was because I've done two episodes already <laughs> on the throat chakra, which you can find uh, further back in the play- in the podcast. So the third eye is located in the middle of the forehead above the eyebrows. It is connected to the pineal gland, pituitary gland, eyes, skull, brain, nervous system, and the senses. And in our lives, this is where in general, we find our clarity, clairvoyance, where you can see in your mind's eye, imagination, wisdom, mindfulness. This is very much connected to our intuition. Again, it's connected to the throat chakra. So that like hearing, sensing, All of those things can be considered part of the third eye. Then there's the intellect and insight. Our awakening is often attributed to our third eye opening as well. And then through the third eye, we can also access psychic powers and altered states of consciousness. And then also dreams because they are your subconscious imagination and your sleep. Um, can be part of this and then seeing the world clearly and so this for me is very much about when you're just using that wisdom and embodying what you're learning and applying that to everyday life and using your intuition to discern in daily life what is um, true to you and what seems to be what you're going to hold on to and what you're going to let go of. The color is indigo. Sometimes it can be a like magenta color I've seen as well, but usually it's indigo. And the crystals are amethyst, lapis lazuli, which I love. I use lapis lazuli a lot. I need to get more because I only have one piece and I'm constantly moving it around my apartment because I use it at night for dreams. I actually put it under my pillow or beside me. That's another thing I should have brought up earlier in this series, but I feel like I'm going to do an episode on crystals at some point. But I feel like part of the magic of crystals is learning how they work best for you. And for me, putting them under my pillow or in the area where I want to use them. So like when I'm doing readings, I have particular ones that are out when I'm doing energy work. I'm using a lot of crystals, but I have a couple that are always beside me. 
But I just wanted to mention for the third eye especially, I really do like having lapis lazuli. I forgot about it for a while and then I put it back in my bedroom and now I've been having dreams to record in my dream journal every morning for like a week. So just wanted to put that out there. Some other ones that I have and have heard of are labradorite, sodalite, ametrine, kyanite, and blue apatite. Of course, there are many that you can use for the third eye because there are so many that are associated with psychic abilities and clairvoyance and all of those types of things, but those are the ones that came up the most and that I mostly use. And then for animals, the eagle and the hawk are both animals that are very attached to this. The eagle is like the traditional one, I guess, but the hawk also because of its like sharp sight, but also like higher perspective. That's also what the eagle brings is this like really higher perspective, being able to see things from more of an enlightened view. I've been seeing hawks for weeks now and they're, I, they're, I've lived in the same apartment for four years and this is the first year that all spring, whenever I've been doing a lot of this work or really tuning into particular energies or asking for guidance, there's a hawk. Well, there's a few hawks that I can see like in my neighborhood. There are a lot of trees here, thankfully, but there's one particular hawk that comes almost right past, like I can see it up close when it goes past my balcony sometimes. Um, so I feel like that's because I've been working on my third eye. And then cats as well, because they're very, they're seen as like familiars for like witches and witchcraft. Also just because they do have this, this mystical presence about them and they seem to just know things and be reacting to things around you. And I'm sure like you've seen other animals, but very much cats, you'll look at them and see them just looking at something that you can't see. And I think that's like always been interesting to me. The owl as well, because it's connected to wisdom and being able to see in the dark. I like this darkness aspect, which I, I have been obsessed with owls for a long time. I've slowly started to shift more towards rodents <laughs> recently, as you might have noticed. But I do still have some owl things that I keep out. And that was more for like the wisdom. But more recently, I've realized it's the fact that they are nocturnal they thrive in the darkness and that actually has brought me back to them a little bit just because i feel like that's an aspect i've never really thought of i don't even know if that's an official thing that's just something for me that's come up and then the raven and the crow uh, both being blackbirds um they are both seen as very like psychic and mystical in nature and giving a lot of um, mystical, mystical powers if they're one of the animals you're working with. They're also very intelligent. So I, when I see them, I do send a little bit of energy their way just because I know they can be really great allies when you're working in a psychic work. And then the unicorn. And this is interesting to me because I also have really like unicorns. I don't have like unicorn themed stuff around, but I do have a whole set of brass unicorns that I found shortly after I had been, um, I have a unicorn tarot deck that I was using like daily for a long time. 
And it was like around the time that I started seeing them elsewhere, just like signs of them. And I went to this thrift store and somebody, I guess, had just donated like a whole bunch of them. So I kind of have them in different areas where I'll see them when I'm doing this kind of work. So I have a couple here in my like office and uh, where I do my readings. And then I have some on my windowsill in the kitchen where I sometimes sit with my plants to do my work. And it's just nice for me to have them around. But the third eye is specifically associated with unicorns because that's where like the horn would be. And so that is just a really interesting thing that I only recently started thinking about. And then for foods, it's anything that's like the purple version of a food, I feel like. So like, obviously there's things like eggplant that are already purple, but then if you think about like broccoli, carrots, sweet potatoes that have purple varieties, it can be good just to get that different variety. If like you want to eat more traditionally the way you eat and you don't want to go out of your way to find um, other things, you can just do that. Just get the purple variety instead if you have access to that. Plums, grapes um, are also good, like anything in a purple version of a fruit as well. And then salmon and avocados because they're and walnuts because they're really good for the brain are just more of like a practical third eye association just to make sure that you're giving nutrients that will be used by the glands and parts of the body that are associated and then keeping hydrated as well just is really good because uh, one of the side effects when you're working on your third eye is sometimes headaches and so being hydrated can help prevent that. Some scents that are good are rosemary, chamomile, sandalwood, clary sage, bay laurel, palo santo, and jasmine. And I have jasmine, I have a jasmine blend that I've been using quite a bit. It's a jasmine and white tea blend actually, but um, I really like it for when I'm doing this kind of work. And then I have another one and I can't remember what it's with. I think it's like juniper and chamomile or something. <laughs> I don't know, but I have those two blends just because I like them. And then I have a lot of other scents that have, um, sandalwood in them. So just something to think about. If you're looking to get like a blend, you could get one that blends from a couple of different chakras. Um, like, for example, I know, <laughs> spoiler alert, but for the crown chakra, vanilla is actually one of them. And then I have one that's rosewood vanilla. And because rose is associated with um, the sacral as well as the heart, I like this blend because I feel like it connects all of those to the crown chakra. So just something to think about if you're looking at kind of getting the bang, best bang for your buck, find some blends maybe. I feel like that's been the best way for me to, to do that with my diffuser. And then the gods and goddesses associated are Paramashiva and Hakini Shakti. Those are both Hindu goddesses. And then Hecate is known as the wise woman. And so anything that you want to associate. And again, I'm leaving it kind of open because I feel like people have different um, beings that they call on specifically for third eye development, for anything psychic. There's so many. And I feel like with this one, I, I have 
some experience, obviously, but I don't want to complicate it too much. And then sometimes when you're out of balance in your third eye, it might just be that you're having difficulty concentrating and it can be like the actual lack of imagination or overactive imagination where you're spending too much time up there. And this can also mean that like you're indulging in fantasies too much, like too much daydreaming. Although we know some daydreaming is good because it's kind of subconscious and may bring things to the surface that desires that we didn't realize we had. But if we're too much in our head, this can cause like paranoia. Um, it can also be difficult if we have um, some imbalances to remember remember our dreams and discern the truth. And these are things just in general. Not everyone remembers their dreams. Not everybody receives information in this way. So it's not like you have to try to do all the things associated with it. Um, but this can cause um, also for you to rely on the five senses with no big picture kind of, I guess, like perspective. And so sometimes you can get too caught up in the actual minute details without being able to see that there might be some wisdom there. It can sometimes make it really difficult to learn new things or process information and then it can make us indecisive. And so for me, a lot of these things are just normal things that we're dealing with. That's why the upper chakras are a little more difficult to discern um, if something's a block because a lot of us are just always in our minds. It's like just a human thing. And because that's where this uh, energy comes from, it can be really difficult to quiet it. So I wouldn't get too caught up in trying to quiet the mind completely in order to think that that you have to do that in order to access your abilities because I can assure you there is like a very tiny percentage of my time that I have a completely quiet brain um so and I still receive information all the time so just make sure that like if there's anything that's resonating with you from this or if there's things that you think you can do to calm the mind and connect more try those and I personally have been using a lot of scents and being in nature for all the chakras just to balance and just feel more uh, calm in general and then when it's balanced and so for me this is also just like when it's further along in your journey you can access that inner wisdom more clearly you recognize your intuition a lot faster and you're able to see with your inner vision, with your clairvoyance, you may get more pictures and visualize easier. Um, your imagination might be more open when you're thinking of new ideas. And your awareness is also very heightened. So you're able to perceive the truth more. So you're just more aware of things outside of the humanness, right? Because now we're up past the heart chakra, past the throat chakra, we're getting into the spiritual chakras. And so it's less about the day-to-day -day human stuff and more about connecting to our spiritual selves. And so that gives us a new perspective on our human life when we get to this point. And so we start to see things differently and try to think, okay, with our intuition and with this 
wisdom and perspective, when we're seeing things happen in our life or we're seeing what other people are doing, we're able to discern whether that feels true to us now. We don't just believe everything we hear. We can find ways to process and check in with our inner knowledge to see what we believe and what we don't. And then we also, once we start seeing things this way and start following our intuition more, we also start to achieve more goals that are aligned with our purpose. We just naturally start to align ourselves with what our soul wants us to do and what resonates with us instead of just what people have been telling us because that's you know before we're we have this awareness we're just going with the flow but not in the good way (laughs) we're going with the flow of the the human limitations and we're not going and we're we're switching that now and we're going with the flow of our soul and with spirit and the universe so either way you can feel like you're in flow there are a lot of people that are not connected to their intuition and they think that they're in flow and they are in fact like they're that's that's just where they are right there's no right or wrong in life it's just where you're at and so the energy of the universe meets you where you're at once you have this awareness you the universe knows you're going to see the signs and so they speed up a little bit because you're seeing them right and then i just also wanted to say that like that also means that you can release those limiting beliefs because you can see now that they're not true and they still may be truth for other people. So we have to make sure that we're not using this knowledge to try and dominate others because that's not the intention. The intention is for us to, you know, go from our that throat chakra truth and like start to actually see it in action, but not necessarily to have to force other people. We're still speaking our truth, seeing our truth, discerning for ourselves, but that's about the extent of it. Other people have to choose whether to take it or leave it the same as you are with other things too. And then healing for this uh, chakra. I feel like this is, we're getting into the more fun part of the healing now because we're into the spiritual and there's less like human things that we have to work through. Once you get to this point, there's less chance of it being feeling like a block, right? It's more just opening more because once you have any sense of awareness, you're kind of in the groove. It's just that you're strengthening it. And so for this color work can be really amazing because that helps with your clairvoyance. So this can be also just doing meditations where you're asked to Um, through like a guided meditation to bring things to the forefront you can wear a certain color you can wear indigo and really immerse yourself in that color you can learn about the symbolism of color to see when you're reacting to different colors or when certain colors are coming up for you Um, being in sunlight is also very good because that's what one of the things that this also that also comes up with the third eye is that it's our sensor of light and so spending more time in the sun can be good testing your intuition is also really fun and something that is really great for this chakra so guessing games um oracle cards Uh, tarot cards those things are all great not only just because you're supposed to memorize them or anything but also just because it gives you um visual 
symbols that have meaning to them and it helps you to build up a library so that later on if you're doing just psychic readings or if you have daydreams or you start seeing a certain symbol you have a basis to start discerning what that means for you or for someone else and then things that are just helpful which i did mention crystals under the pillow or by your bedside keeping a dream journal and a regular sleep cycle and i know this is very difficult for a lot of people i only very recently started getting back onto a better cycle because i don't have work times i have like an amount of work that i do during the week but I set my own schedule and I actually have been getting up earlier because now I follow my body and so I go to bed around the same time every night and then I get up around the same time every morning. I don't have my phone or an alarm in my room. It's the first time in a long time I've been able to do that um, and it's been really great for me. So I do agree that that is helping because my dreams, like I said, have been really clear. I've had also the help of my lapis lazuli, but I do think that getting this same amount of sleep is really helpful. Keeping an intuition journal too can be really good. So in addition to a dream journal, having a little notebook where you keep track of like when you test yourself, what you get right, or when you start to follow your intuition and things come through. And of course, this is spirit crumbs. So noticing the spirit crumbs and when they're showing up for you and what happens when you follow them, keeping a journal of all these things, even sometimes keeping track of your readings and what's coming up for you. And then you can start to see what themes are there. So even if you're very new to doing all of this, if you start keeping track of the cards that you're getting and then you go back, I sometimes do this on a weekly basis because I have the soul care planner and there's like a little spot in the corner where I write my cards and sometimes I'll go back a week or two or a month or two at a time and just see what cards I got a lot and then read them again in the guidebook and see what kind of messages I may have missed or what I maybe overlooked when I was getting them at first because we do tend to it is difficult to read your own cards sometimes because you have an investment <laughs> and so like you want things to work a certain way sometimes um and then learning to make your decisions with that intuition too so before you let it get to your human mind and handle analyzing if it's something small that you know you can just follow you into your intuition of like you know which one uh, which color of something to buy or which crystal to use those kinds of things you can start it with where it's not like life-altering decisions but it does start to build up your trust in yourself and then the bija mantra for this the seed sound is om and that's one that i feel like we most of us have heard and it's a good one if you're never if you're not sure what energy to meditate on and you just need something quickly in the moment it's a good one that's just always good to do so keep that in mind and then the affirmations for this for the third eye chakra are i can imagine all possibilities my intuition guides me with ease i am able to access my inner wisdom I can see the bigger picture. I am able to expand my consciousness. I trust my inner knowledge. 
So I know you're going to enjoy the interview with Allison. She talks so much about her experience with clairvoyance and following her intuition. And I'm excited for you to hear it. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.